No, so that was our sprouts. Oh, okay. The, the next seedling. stage is the seedling. Okay. The, the seedling. seedling. Late teens, early twenties, essentially. Okay. You want to go first? Very important time? time. Sure. So. Uh, I was really confident in high school. I was very embraced. Everything was great. I was out of the closet doing musicals and plays and stuff. And I went to Central Michigan to be a musical theater major. And then that was when I became completely desensitized to like a whole bunch of things. Because it was just like, oh, like everything is not cookie cutter and nice as it was in my hometown. Like, right. My social dynamics that I had there aren't translating over to here. And so, like, I just had a bunch of different experiences. Like, uh, the the lady who was the th- director of the musical theater program was not the person that was the director when I auditioned the year before. She was brand oh, new. No. Yeah, so, like, I, like, was under the guise that, like, this other man was going to be in charge of everything. And he was a guy that was, like, emailing back and forth during the audition stuff. And then it was, like, this other woman. And this other woman did not like me at all. And I had never experienced that in my life up until that mm. point. We would be, I was in the ensemble of Kiss Me Kate and we would be doing like a whole number with like the entire cast and I'm like in the back and she would, and she'd be like the orchestra would be there and everything and she would be like cut, like stop and then she would just yell at me and like whatever I was doing and she didn't like and I just like was like oh my god like why the fuck am I like and I, but what? I was like yeah. but I was like internalizing I'm like am I just like a piece of shit and she like sees something that I don't see and it was like nuts and like finally like other people be like why does she always pick on you and, yeah but like I was going through all of that and it's like uh, I'm having a really hard time like dealing with this and it's kind of making me not really enjoy doing musicals right now. And yeah. if I can't handle like this woman, not going to be imp- able to handle anyone could else. I, could I yeah, handle yeah, yeah. me being like a working actor and being rejected and shit? So like I kind of had that thought and then I was like, I think I'm going to quit performing. So I did like, and also like I had my friends would all be like partying and stuff and I'm like, Oh, I can't, I have rehearsal. And so like Aww. I would, I I did it all throughout my freshman year, but then I left the program. Yeah, that could be really confusing. But then yeah. I lost like a huge part of myself, like as the years went on, and yeah. I wasn't performing for like a really long time. So that like kind of put me into like a little depression. And do you think maybe before. that was a problem of hers, or did she just like? Um, why was she singling you out? Did you ever figure it out? Uh, I I've never figured it out. I can only have like my theories. I think it was because I've done I think musicals was, with you. You're very talented. Thank you, dude. Thank you. She totally fucked my brain. Like I think if I was an adult and I was dealing with her, I would have been able to handle it. Yeah. But I was 18 years old, so That's like a I was very in a, formative stage. My yeah. brain was like clay, and she molded it into being like you're a worthless piece of shit. Yeah. And I think it was a thing where the other kids in my class kissed her butt. And I didn't. And I think that was a thing. And also, we had acting classes, and everybody in my class was in her acting class. And then I had this other lady, uh, her name was Sadie, who was my acting teacher, who was, like, legit awesome. And she was on Broadway I wonder if she hated Sadie. She may have hated Sadie, and she may have hated that Sadie loved me. Like, Sadie would always be like, hey, like, I'm teaching these other classes, and they need actors to be in their scenes. Like, can you do it? She was always having me do stuff. Yeah. Well, it's funny now as adults, we're like, oh, maybe this, maybe that, maybe this. That has nothing to do with you, because it usually does. And I think it was just mostly like I didn't kiss her butt and I didn't take her class and I didn't do her acting technique that she liked. But I also think maybe it's a good thing because I took a step back and was able to like drop off a lot of bad habits that I had with performing. And then I just like spent a lot of time like observing other performers and being like, let me just like get my straps back on and like figure out a new thing. And I feel like I'm better than I was when I was a kid. So yeah, maybe it's a good thing. Yeah, it it, it kind of sucks that you have to go through like terrible people 
to like be the person you are yeah <laughs> you, you know like you, you have, have to, to go, go through, through those lows to be like oh and i completely survived from that and maybe i went through like a bunch of uh emotional turmoil because of it but yeah and then but also like some of it's completely unnecessary like i yeah. dealt with like some gross disgusting homophobia in that That's... that i had never had before like i um did I ever tell you the story about when I got <laughs> harassed at a restaurant when I was dressed up as Lieutenant Dangle from Reno 911? No. It was Halloween and I was drunk and in my costume and uh He's the one with the short shorts, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm in like this short short outfit, uh-huh. like a sexy cop outfit, and my friends picked me up and we went to this diner, and then this table across from me is laughing at me. And I look at them and they're all just like looking at me and like gawking and stuff. And I was like, hey, uh, if you want to take a picture, you can. You don't need to just like keep gawking at me. And so like the table like thought they were like impressed by my like confidence and calling them out on it. So they're like, "Okay, yeah, like let's get a picture. And I was like, all right, cool. So I was like, what do you want me to do? And then this little shitty friend that they had was like in an over-exaggerated gay voice like, why don't you do something fabulous? And I just like ignored him. And then he did it again. So then I like turned to him and I was like, oh, are you making fun of me because I'm gay? Because that would have maybe hurt my feelings when I was in eighth grade, but I'm an adult now. Like, go fuck yourself. Your yeah. friend sucks. I'm not taking a picture for you. So then I sat down and then the waitress came over and she's like, hey, honey, are you okay? Like, I saw the whole thing. He did it in front of like the whole restaurant. Yeah. And she was basically like, I kicked another guy out of the restaurant last night. Like, uh, uh, I can do it again. I was like, no, don't worry about it. Like, he's not even looking at me right now. Like, he, like, yeah. was, like, like all the his face was, like, white. Because it's like, oh, this did not go out the way I wanted it to. This guy yeah. obviously has a fucking backbone. So, that happened. That was not a, as big of a bummer. There was another time when I was in a taxi and my boyfriend got in the car at the time. And he was also drunk and he had brownies. And he was like, do you guys want brownies? And then one guy asked him if he was HIV positive out of nowhere. And then I like lost my mind. And I was like, you can't usually, ask people. Usually this. I bridge gaps between a- offering brownies and a- AIDS. Yeah, because yeah. it's like you got to know that thing. So I was like, um what the fuck and yeah. so but then there was like this like meathead in the bag and he was like you shut up like because i was defending myself and making the uh cab ride unpleasant and then everyone was like trying to gaslight me and be like they didn't say anything homophobic and it's like yeah it is like it's yeah totally homophobic so that was really fucked up and then like um I got harassed at another Halloween party a few years later where, like, this, like, girl pinched my butt and I ignored her and then she did it again and I turned around and she was like, oh, that was this guy. He's totally gay for you. And then the guy was, like, some other man who had nothing to do with anything. He's like, I didn't touch you, man. Like, and I was like, yeah, I know you didn't. And then I looked at the girl. I was like, don't fucking touch me. I'm not your prop. I'm not your thing to, like, be making fun of. And then her fucking friend got up and slapped me in the face. And she's like, you're talking too close to my friend. And I was like, what? Like, it was just, like, fucking nuts but it was like what yeah oh and but God. it was at my friend's house and then i also made fun of her uh costume because she was dressed up as like a slutty um sailor but she had like tennis shoes that you would like mow the lawn in. Well, so i was I also, like you might want to why does that woman not understand that that is harassment if someone she was, was a piece of shit girl that would be considered harassment but you are allowed to just be manhandled well here's like this gay dude so he's up for the picking i guess we're just gonna fucking yeah make him feel like shit that was pretty common back yeah. then like and i hope that kids aren't really dealing with that yeah. too much i'm sure they are but yeah well it's also pretty 
like resilient that you had enough like knowledge within yourself to know that these are shitty people oh well i also you like know? made a promise to myself like so like when i was in middle school like i was completely stepped all over and i never stood up for myself and i remember like making a decision when i started high school it's like that ends like that must be my fault that I'm allowing this happening. So like, I'm not going to do that anymore. And then like it worked in high school, like people respected me and were not giving me a hard time. Yeah. And so like when those shitty things were happening in college, I was like, I'm going to step I've up for myself because I, yeah. I, I'm doing that for seventh grade me, you know? And yeah. I, and if that happened today, I would be from the exact same place defending myself. Right. It's like right, I can't right. not let you just yeah. fucking talk to me like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. But that was really shitty because, like, I, like, was going through a time in my life in high school. I was like, oh, this is great. Everyone's embracing me. But then it's like, oh, actually, there's a lot of really shitty people out there who want to make me feel bad about myself, who also kind of make me feel um, not safe, you know? Yeah. Like, in certain things. And that's a real thing that gay people and minorities have to deal with daily. Yeah. And everyone deserves to feel safe. So that was a that was a unpleasant uh, experience to go through being like, oh, you know what? The world's not all that great. Right actually a lot of bad people in there that's lame it is lame it is lame i, I remember one time a girl like oh, like hit my shoulder and i had a pencil case completely fucking just like a bunch of colored pencils like all over the hallway Dumb it was bitch. Yeah. horrifying yeah and she's friend requested me a few times and i've accepted it but then she's the kind of person that's like let me talk about my kids and all the things that are going on like how hard today was with my kids so i was like hey, we're not friends on facebook yeah, yeah, anymore yeah. this is boring content I went to college so I went to school uh, like I said here in like a midwestern town everything was just kind of you know like under wraps and it was like a very family town and like blah 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 but like pretty conservative and white <laughs> yeah. you know and uh so I went to Chicago after high school which was like a complete and total like huge culture shock not that i didn't go to like a cultural high school i went to east trade high school um and like we we had a lot of diversity yeah you had there. way more diversity than yeah. i did in my high we school. had a lot of diversity so it wasn't but it was still like 2000 in michigan yeah. you know it was it was still that time and uh but I went to Chicago and I feel like that was like where I like blossomed into like thinking things for myself, you know, and I was 18 and I was in a city, you know, and it was completely different than anything I ever grew up with. I grew up in a huge family. Like I had a ton of friends like growing up or whatever, but like I, st my best friends were my cousins still to this day. They are, but I mean like that was my world. That was my surrounding, you know, we, it, that's just all I knew or cared about or right. anything. And then to go to an art school in downtown Chicago and live in downtown Chicago, it was just like night and day. And then also just not being around your people. Right. Yeah, that's Yeah, hard. yeah, yeah. And so then... Did you I not know anybody when you moved to Chicago? Didn't know a soul. I'd never even been there. You did not know there. one single person. Like, there was no... no wow. I never even visited Chicago. The day I went to Chicago for the first time was the day I was moving to Chicago. Wow. Yeah. So then I moved to Chicago, and I started going to this art institute in the city. I didn't know a person in Chicago or anything. Um, you know, now all of a sudden I'm navigating a, a city, uh, a subway system. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, college. And I'm all on my own. Like, it was, like, the hugest 
this wake up call and, and like I was like oh my god I miss my family so much yeah and then like I don't know I I definitely like just created this like large group of like friends at, at school I, I didn't create them but like I I, <laughs> I created humans. I made them out of clay but like I got this like large group of friends like throughout college and like it was uh, there was like probably about 20 of us who hung out all the time and like when you live in a big city like that and you're like 18 yeah everyone becomes like a huge like family you know obviously and, and you're it's like, like an important thing to go through to be like oh I actually can uh, have some say in who I'm surrounding myself with. Right, you yeah, can make that's your like your chosen family. family yeah. if we learned anything from the 1990s sitcom Friends, when you're in your 20s, your friends are your family. Exactly, exactly. But also, and your family is your family too. But also like in college, you know, there's those weekends where if you go away to college, you can't come back. Like you can't afford it or like um, you have to work and you can't get out, you know. So like there would be holidays where like we'd all get stuck in Chicago. Yeah. And when you're 18 and you're not with your family on like Christmas or Thanksgiving that's like devastating yeah, that's it was to me especially yeah, no, because sure. holidays were huge in my family for sure and so um yeah so like I, I became really close to all of them and all of my friends of like the 20 of us 16 of them were gay men and the <laughs> other four were like me and my friend Anne, okay, and then two straight the boys here. that like wandered in the, the group. The two straight yeah. boys in the art Which school. Which one of the straight boys was not straight after all. And the other one, uh, me and him were best friends for a long time. And uh, then one drunken night on a train, we no longer were friends. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, maybe one day we'll talk about that. Uh, but yeah, so um, yeah, it was just like me and all these gay men like dancing on rooftops for three years in Chicago. We we had the time of our lives. Like, that sounds like a lot of fun, especially at that time so of your cool. life. It was so cool. Yeah, it was like wild because I remember going to like basement parties in East Point and like keggers. And like now I'm like dressed with like fabulous uh, like people in all these like costumes that we all bought with our return checks. Yeah. <laughs> like from college, you know, we were like, uh, we just had so much fun. And literally every weekend, all 20 of us would show up to a loft party and just have the time of our lives. You that know? is so much fun. I just yeah. miss that time of your life where it's like we all know each other's schedules like we're gonna spend our free time together yeah exactly it's it a was, lot harder to do that so nowadays fun. yeah and but yeah so like but i also saw a lot of what you're saying like that like those moments that you're not even prepared for as like a young gay child yeah it's just very jarring. because half of my friends would like dress and drag and we'd go down in the city of Chicago, which half of the city of Chicago is very open minded and very yeah. like that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And then the other half is not, you know, I don't so, think like, it's do you really experience half half, just like some shitty homophobic all the time, all the time. Remarks. Because, uh, yeah. yeah. It's a huge Literally bummer. there would be 20 of us in no joke, like 15 of them were gay men and ranging from just like dressing normal to dressing in drag to dressing however you want and like that would cause a scene and i feel like those those people even though a lot like there's a still a group of like seven of those people that no matter what in my life I, i'll be like we shared something that i will always want to know how that person is or like if yeah, you guys doing still well. care about each other yeah or no like where you're at like those are special oh relationships yeah, yeah, yeah. To keep in touch with yeah 
Chicago was great. I love Chicago. So awesome. I love Chicago. We had some wild ass nights, you know. Yeah, it was so fun. The Windy City. Windy City. I've got some crazy nights in Chicago too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Another another time. Another time. Yeah. All right. So the last stage is our sage stage. Yeah. The, the sage. sage. Got it all figured out, but you're still going yeah. through your things that force you to make some more changes in your life. For yeah. example, mine would be uh, two years ago. I was living with my ex and I got dumped by him. And uh, I remember that night very well. I went over to Ellie's house and we talked to her and then she was like, you can come move in with me. So that was a Monday night that I got dumped. Saturday of that same week, I moved in with Ellie and then she was like, oh, I'm going to audition for the sketch show at Planet Ant. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to do that too. Like, I just need to get my mind off of everything and go on my first audition in like years. So I went and did that and I actually got cast and that was like the best thing that could have possibly happened for me because I remember like that week, like I forgot about it and I was like in my thoughts and just like feeling so bad because I was just like freshly dumped and then Sean Hamlin called me and I was like, thank God. Like, this Which is- show was that? It was called Love Me Tinder. Okay. Yep. <laughs> I remember. And because your show was right after it. That's, uh-huh. We were the double feature. And, uh, but I remember like I was like driving over to Ellie's house the night that I got dumped. I was like. That's when I met you. Yeah. That's when we, like I hung out with you like a few, that, that Saturday. This yep. is all just happening all at the same time. And, uh, but I remember just being like, I'm got, I've already like got my toes dipped in the pool of like the improv thing it's like I think I just need to dive in you know I've been spending it like because like I said like I stopped performing in college and then I like realized like oh like a huge part of my self sense of self is missing I need to get back into performing but then like so you knew Ellie outside of improv I knew Ellie because of improv her and I took classes together Oh, okay. But so like, you had so already like, started I was, doing... I, I finished the program, but I was just like performing with my improv troupe, but I wasn't really like hitting right, the right, pavement right. like some okay. people do, okay. you know? So then when like I got done, I was like, I've all of a sudden got all this extra free time. I think I'm going to like really focus on like just like performing, performing. as much as I possibly nice. can. And that's like been what I've been doing ever since. And it made me... I am so fucking happy right now. Like I just feel like... Uh, I felt like there was like a like a light inside of me that was like very dim and now I feel like it's like finally like burning yeah. again. Nice. And it's a lot of fun. I feel confident and like happy and fulfilled and like there's ex- things that I'm excited for again. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And uh, it's like cool that post that terrible teacher that like made you kind of step back from this situation, which I'm sure there was like life as well involved, but like you moved away from this thing that made you so happy. And now you're like back in it. Yeah. Fresh perspective. And it was, yeah. And like, it'd been a really long time since I did that. And Sean was so nice to me. And he like pulled me aside and said like some very nice things, like encouraging things. And it was just like, thank you. Like I I really needed that at that time in my life, just so I could like have the confidence to like keep going. Cause that's like really hard to put yourself out there and go on an audition. Like it's, very emotionally taxing oh yeah 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 yeah. and that's funny because both of our sages are pretty much the same like okay i mine happened when i was about 25 so it was actually 
longer ago than yours. <laughs> like, I've actually been doing this a little bit longer. So if you no, I just meant I'm older. And so, uh, so mine was when I was around 25 years old. I literally was like at a moment where I just had like a group of friends that I had been friends with and hanging out with like my whole life, well, not my whole life, but like forever. And, I also personally was just miserable like and at 25 I really feel like life starts to make a little bit more sense and you're just like I need to shake some things loose and like move on with some stuff I no longer can get by with being just a kid you know like now I'm 25 years old I have to get rid of some things that are not making me happier moving me forward right you know but my sage moment out of finding humor uh is that i oh when i was around 25 for my birthday pam always planned me and pam always like planned each other's birthdays and stuff so for my 25th birthday she coordinated getting my first improv class paid for when you first started taking those classes did it feel like you're like this is the right fit this is everything that's missing in my life okay that's nice I, i feel like my whole life i was looking for like this thing that i was good at and like i i literally tried everything i went i went to college i i did all these things i tried act extracurriculars like I was in clubs like all this stuff and it all was always fine and like I did fine at all these things but like it was always just like passing by like so like you never thought to do like the school play when you're in high school like I said I was in that excellent schoolhouse rock live feature I remember starting to take the classes and getting up there and just being like my family my friends and my love for humor my whole life have given me all the resources for this yeah and i remember starting doing classes and just being like this is everything i've been missing like this is the missing thing that's so cool yeah and that's also when i started to i moved to ferndale and i started making all these new friends in improv and it really like showed me because I made really great friends like Julia and like all of these people who I'm not going to name drop because no one's going to know if they're not from this community but I made a lot of really great friends who like are positive and like doing things with their lives and like um like respectful and just Just like good good friends and it really just showed me that a lot of the people that i was like holding on to and still considered my friends were not yeah and um it i just like got rid of a lot of things that didn't make me happy and now that i was doing something that made me happy and i like had Shane, Pam, Rachel, my friend Cardi, like all my best friends from my childhood and all my family and now my new friends that I'm like taking into this like new adventure with me. Like that's when you just like kind of shook off some of the dust. You know? Yeah. And you're like, this makes a lot more sense. This feels like I'm centered and yeah. let's keep doing that. Yeah. I, I, I definitely feel like a big load is taken off your shoulders at 25 if you would allow it to. You know, twenties are rough. Twenty to twenty-five. I'm in my last three months of my twenties, and it's like, oof, this has been quite the decade. It's been a great decade. I don't regret really. I regret a lot, but like, (laughs) it's all valuable experiences to go through and figure out who you are. Like, it's wild. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, no joke. I was like excited to turn thirty. I feel excited about it because it feels like. 
I'm, it's new page. It's a brand new page. It's going to be fun to be like, I'm 30. It's like, let's see what's going to happen in yeah. this decade. Yeah. I plan on having a good 30s. Yeah. I'll be do here. Do you feel good so far with yours? I do. It was funny, though, because like when I turned 30, I was like, okay, now I'm 30. Now it's like, what am I going to do that like is gonna uh, i don't know i don't know what it it it's is like but it's now like, you're 30 let's see what you got like well, time to do no now something. i'm 30 and i know what the stakes in life are oh that's true you yeah know? no i'm like, totally in the th- like so for me i'm thinking about my 20s and i'm like oh what would i have done differently and blah 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 but now i'm trying to look at it and be like no but now i know all of those things so yeah. now i have to like navigate my 30s in a smarter way right exactly and i i just feel like i'm i'm like okay now i have this stuff all figured out these are things that i know that make me happy these uh-huh. are things that don't i'm gonna yeah. avoid them exactly these you are know, the people like, i want to surround myself exactly with. yep i'm going through the same thing it's just like i don't want to i i if I don't want to do something, I'm not going to do it. And your 30s is breaking down all of the things you thought you needed in your life that you realize now you don't need. Yeah. You know? And life is actually, like, pretty so much easier. simple. It's just like, all you need to do is just, like, be able to support yourself and then do little things that make you happy. Yeah. You don't get to do it as much as you would like, but, like, you yeah. just make the most of those. And... Drink a lot of water. Drink a lot of water. It's good for your skin, <laughs> for, people. Literally, no I joke. Do, do you drink know a how ton many water, times? Though. Yeah. Do you know how many times I'm like, oh, I feel this way or I feel that way? I'm like, when was the last time I had a cup of water? That is so true, <laughs> like, dude. I felt like absolute yeah. shit on or Friday, and then I finding some out that you water. really do need a certain amount of sleep at night, or you really do need to take a break. Yeah notice how you're feeling after you eat like that certain food and you're like yeah. oh you know what i don't want fucking heart like i used to have heartburn all of the time when i was uh, like 23 and then i was like oh i can't eat those foods anymore end of story end of story and i yeah. feel way better and i'm happier that i'm not even though the like i love eating like really fucking greasy pizza it's like it makes you feel like shit so just can't. don't you can't eat as much sorry yeah Ugh. 30s are funny. It's fun. 30s are fun to listen to yourself and do what you're supposed to be doing and you always Truly. knew. Oh, I have to listen to my body? Sweet. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And, am I spiraling? Maybe I should take a nap. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I should yeah. take myself out of the situation right now and yeah, yeah, just yeah. chill the fuck out. Not acting in, in, on impulses as much as you used to. Like, I used to just like say shit to people and then be like there's no consequences oh my for this. God. but then they there have are. you ever gone back like you know how there's that like memories thing on facebook have you ever gone back it's and seen nightmare. statuses you posted Dude, from nine I was years ago so fucking annoying i thought everyone wanted to know about how busy my day was that i was no doing homework yeah i'd always be what like i'm going to class the other day i don't remember what or it when it still was like Maggie oh, I- is <laughs> like whatever yeah you every status starts with is, is. So it'd be like, is going to class. Let me see what my... It's like, why did... We like, we used Facebook as we did like our away messages Well, I'm like, that's what LiveJournal is for. Why are you putting all this crap in there? Put that in your crazy person LiveJournal. Did you find your LiveJournal and delete it? No, I... So like when we talked about that one day, I looked it up and then uh, it wasn't pulling anything up. So I was like, I don't even remember what my... Yeah. What my username or anything was. All right, there are 11 memories today. One more class until Thanksgiving break. Oh, gross. Ew, gross. Oh, my God. Ew. I am mortified. 